0: Hey, welcome in to the Real Estate Scoop. This is your weekly update where we get into what's really going on with the real estate market in Hampton Roads, and we are actually bringing you more information about how you can actually be a buyer or a seller in any type of market that we're actually in today. You do already know who my guest is going to be on for this episode. It's going to be my favorite loan officer, Oscar Avila. Oscar, how you doing, baby? I'm doing pretty good, Craig. How about yourself? Uh, You already know. Busy weekend, getting up to the start of this week. We're going to get this done because I'm going to be watching the national championship game tonight. So we definitely want to get in here and get the yeah. um, information out to the people. And basically just talk about what's going on in Hampton Roads right now. And we have a little payment examples that we're going to talk through Uh, that Oscar uh, brought that I just, just blows my mind about what some of these prices are looking like on homes and what the payment is going to be like. So uh, this is some of the things that you want to hear, you want to talk about. And it's always to understand what up front, what is going on with you and how this is why you want to talk to a lender about what your payment situation is going to be. Because things like this is where you want to make sure that you don't have any detractors that keep you away from either purchasing and how this is actually going to affect sellers on the other end. So Oscar, how you, let's get into it a little bit.
1: Got it. Yeah. So when it comes down to that, like, yeah, one important step for you to do is like talk to a lender to figure out what monthly payments you're kind of comfortable with. Cause when you like shop online and you go on Zillow or Redfin and uh, you're looking at these homes and you're like, Oh, a monthly payment says 1500 bucks, you know, just taking, you got to know that those mortgage calculators aren't correct. They're, they're probably not up to date with the current, what the current market's doing. They're probably not factoring like property taxes or insurance so uh that's why it's super crucial to like get in contact with a mortgage loan officer that way they can kind of dissect that information for you
0: so in this episode we're going to be focusing strictly on uh VA loans because Hampton Roads is a heavy military uh, uh a heavy military centric town where we basically want to make sure that that's where most of the loans are going to come from. They're going to be mostly VA loans. Uh, obviously, we do conventional. We also do FHA. We offer all the brands of loans. But centrically focused, uh, VA are one of the main ones that we see a lot of uh, uh, ratified contracts come in on. Is that accurate, uh, Oscar?
1: Yeah, I would say. I mean, I mean, mostly everybody my inner circle is, you know, I just recently got out the military. So everybody I know is from the military. So right. that's the kind of loan products that I get mostly is these VA loans.
0: So, and if, for those who are unaware what this loan product is, I was just going to correct me if I say something crazy. So, you know, don't worry if uh, I got, I got a disclaimer on the side of me right here, but <laughs> when it comes to the VA loan, it's, a, it's, it's zero down for any uh, military service member, uh, uh, active duty or whatever, right? But when they actually put this, uh, they actually go in, they have to put the earnest money down and they may have to bring money to close and depends on if they cannot get seller concessions. But this is like one of the best products on the market because you don't have to deal with PMI. You do have to deal with a small funding fee. But if you're uh what you have any type of disability rating uh from the military, you can actually get that funding fee waived as well, too. So you it's almost like not even paying for that either, which can be a uh could be a, a great savings on your veterans loan. Um so. We're gonna break down just uh Oscar brought to numbers today, right? And we're gonna use this median price. Man, I can't even believe we having this discussion. We're gonna bring this median price sales uh number into uh, as of November 2022 of three hundred thousand. We're just gonna call it three hundred thousand. It's actually two ninety uh, nine nine hundred, but we're gonna call it three hundred thousand for even sakes. And Oscar, like if including that funding fee of 2.3% for a first time VA user, because that funding fee actually goes up if this is your second time, third time ever using it, it just gets a little bit higher on the fee, right?
1: Oh, uh, Kirk, on that, actually, um, if let's say you're active, you're active duty, right? Um, if, and you use your VA loan twice, it actually, uh, lowers the funding, the funding fee. Really? So the, yeah. so the
0: second time it goes, it, it doesn't go up or it goes down.
1: It goes down. Um, yeah, it goes down. So from 2.3 to 1.2 or something like that. I think I believe it's 1.6. Don't quote me on oh, that. I, I, need, okay. to redo, I right, need to redo. Right. Like, do my research on that. But yeah, to, from 2.3 goes down. It goes below that. So the first time
0: you pay the bigger the bigger funding fee, and then yeah. after that it gets it, the the chunk of how much you have to pay into it goes down a little bit. Yeah. Got you. Got you. Okay. So that makes sense. I had it. I had it the other way around. So that that's even better. Um, okay, so the loan amount with the funding field 2.3 percent in for the first time VA user is $306,797. So we're going to call it $307,000, okay? Okay, all right. So, based on Oscar's numbers, we have a 5.625 interest rate for the VA
1: loan if you have perfect credit, 780 and above yep 780 and that's with like uh it it might get a little it might improve a little bit once it goes above 780 probably like 800 probably improve but uh not by much and that's also with like a 40 percent debt to income ratio too
0: and how often and i mean i know you only had so many cases so far where you're actually working with someone but how many of those actually have less than 40 percent debt to income ratio
1: uh it just depends like it depends like what uh how much home they're trying to shop for you know if they're trying to you know max out their budget then they're going to have a high debt to income ratio but i mean it's just like it's like 50 50 really when it comes gotcha. down to it
0: okay so let's uh let's run through the numbers right because i I'm, I'm i'm already just looking at the total <laughs> payment payment amount on a 780 credit score for three hundred thousand folks this is 2100 dollars
1: yeah, $2, yeah $1, it's $1. Up there.
0: okay so so now that's where and this is basically he gave us the tiers for each one of these um these these credit scores, right? So six hundred and twenty with um with a debt to income ratio of forty percent, six hundred and
1: twenty is about average credit score, right? Yeah, I would say. I mean, I would say average is probably like you know six hundred and eighty, six hundred and fifty. I would say.
0: Okay, so six hundred and fifty to six hundred and eighty. I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say good. Good is six hundred and fifty to six hundred and eighty. I would imagine six hundred and twenty to six hundred and fifty oh. is about average
1: yeah because uh craig the reason i didn't put 650 on there because uh once like from seven from uh 780 to 650 it was around the same interest rate really so yeah, 680 you can get it you can get that interest rate about 5.6 yeah it was like it was like right there with 5.6 so that's why i didn't include that on there because it was already kind of the same so i wanted to see what would you know bump up the interest rate and 620 is where it started bumping up the interest rate that's interesting. So,
0: okay, so we go from 5.6. So you can actually, so the, this is how detrimental your credit is, actually, folks, if you think about this. The 620 credit score with the debt and income ratio being the same, about 40%, on the same $300,000 house, you have a 6.125 interest rate. Versus 780, well, or 6, 8, 650 to 780 is about 56 that's a hell of a lot of difference in interest rate
1: yeah yeah it, it it is a pretty big difference that's why you know the most important thing is just you know take care of your you know your credit score because the better your credit the better your credit the the more cheaper it is for you, you know, to you can money. live with
0: um so what I will say is uh then you have the payment at twenty two twenty nine for the 620 credit score. So it's about a hundred dollar payment difference right there. Right. So based yeah. on just based on the difference in interest rate now, the, the poor credit score of about 580, which 580 is about the, the, the lowest that you can actually go to qualify for a VA loan. Is that, or it just depends on the situation?
1: Yeah. So with uh like, I know uh, on, in the broker world, um 580 is the lowest we can do. Like when it comes to VA, um, we can also do FHA, but we're talking about VA right now. And when it comes to conventional loans, we can do uh 620.
0: Okay. So in that payment with everything included is 2354. Now, uh, my question to you is, Oscar, we, we've talked about this a bit. So 780 is 2131, 620 gets you a 2229 as 580 can get you a 2354. What type of home is people buying for three hundred thousand dollars in this type of environment? I guess it's it's the type. It's the question to ask when it comes to Hampton Roads.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, it it all varies. Really, you can have a single family home that's three hundred thousand dollars, or you can have a really nice like townhome and it's three hundred thousand dollars. It just depends. Like, it just whatever kind of home that you're looking for, and what kind of I guess style of home that you're that you want, really. Well, and you know, that's the thing that I, that me and you, started this
0: conversation on when we came, before we came on air, was like, hey, like, is, this is, um, this is actually one of those things where it's going to make people pause for a second. Like, it's going to give people sticker shock. Like, this is real sticker shock when you think about it uh, at these prices. I mean, and I think this is a good example for us instead of always talking about it in, in, uh, in basically just in context and giving some people some type of real raw data that goes with it, it makes you understand that really and truly, this is why some people don't want to move. And this is why some people don't want to yeah. sell because of what the impact is going to be on them on the other end. Now, one of the things that we don't, that, that payment don't take into account that people may be like taking pause on is doesn't mean that you don't, have, you can't put money down on your loan. Like in certain cases, a VA loan may not be the right move for you because going conventional may give you a it's going to give you a lower loan to value right
1: yeah yeah that is right um i've actually had a scenario uh with that where uh, this gentleman wanted to do a huge down payment on a, a va loan but um he was just going to get a much better deal uh because oh uh, so we went the conventional route because he didn't have to pay that funding fee right so with that small loan amount you know it, it made more sense for him to go conventional
0: right so so that's why I'm, that's what I'm saying. So people just have to look at it too as um, yeah, and and there are seller concessions that can happen where the interest rate could actually be more beneficial. Um I talked about this today on Instagram where basically uh mortgage buy downs are a thing. Uh, we are seeing though that type of vehicle being used a lot more in seller concessions, whether from um, the seller or like new uh construction lend uh, lenders and things of that sort right now. Um and it's kind of making people feel incentivized to actually purchase homes versus uh, not at this point in time.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I could definitely see. it. You know, uh, we haven't seen this in about a year. You know, a year, maybe a year and a half, maybe two years, where uh, there wasn't seller concessions. You know, people were asking ten, fifteen thousand dollars over asking price. So uh, you know, it's definitely a good time for you know home buyers to negotiate that.
0: Yeah, and i'm uh, and i think that uh from a, a lender from a, a, a loan officer perspective um when you see that these people are getting these uh these mortgage buy downs how does that affect
1: um how you go about structuring your loan um what i want to say it really affects it you know because it's, it's a pretty simple process you know we can lock in a loan okay they, they want to buy it down to this amount all right cool we'll lock it in it you know it just um when that happens you know it increases their purchasing power so whenever they buy down that rate you know their purchasing power can go up a little bit
0: okay so when um so basically when you lock in the rate the person has to qualify for the full loan at the original rate though right yeah that is true okay so basically in this market what we're talking about on this va loan is 5.6 they have to still be able if they had perfect credit score 5.6 Got twenty one hundred dollar payment. They have to lock in that rate at that five point six. They have to qualify for it, then lock it in, right?
1: Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's so a good thing. Like uh, to take in mind is like uh, I know uh, two one buy downs are hot right now. Uh, do you know what a two one buy down is, Craig? Or no? Oh yeah, I know what a
0: two one buy down for. <laughs> is. So let me break down what a two one buy down is. as Oscar asked him, so a two one yeah. buy down is basically if you think about it in this sense, two years, one year. Okay, so basically the first uh, year of your loan that you're getting on a new mortgage uh, application, once the rate is locked in, you can get two two discount points on your loan, right? So in this case, if it's 5.625, that loan can go to 3.625. Yeah. And then the following year, it adjusts 1% up, right? From there. So instead of being 3.625, it'd be 4.625. And then the following year, if you don't refinance it at a lower rate, it goes back to the original rate of 5.625.
1: Yeah, that's right. And then the most important thing with that is they have to qualify off that final note rate. Right. The 5.625. Yeah, yeah, the 5.625 in order for them to qualify for that two one buy down. So, like
0: uh man, I'm really thinking that this this is what we we're going to be kind of be seeing a little bit more of. I think that's really what's incentivizing um a lot of uh sellers at this point to actually make a move in. So, what is your thoughts on? Uh, what what I should say thoughts what is the advice that you would give people who are looking to purchase homes um, and trying to figure out if this if what situation makes the most sense going with a VA loan going with a conventional loan and hoping for seller concessions or any other thought uh, any other model
1: process um I would say if you're um you know you're in this area and uh you're you know active duty or a veteran I would say use your VA loan because you know you definitely earned it. And it's a great product, too, because it's a government-backed loan and has lower interest rates. Um, The only thing that I would advise if, let's say, you want to use a conventional loan instead of your VA loan, is if you're going to get a really small loan amount, and it will be a cheaper option for you you to use a conventional loan. That's the only advice I have.
0: Okay, so have we seen seen interest rates fluctuate a lot since last week, or are they being kind of steady? No, so they actually been kind of steady since last week. So at the beginning of the new year is still showing the, the 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 steadiness that we saw heading into the end of the year. So we haven't seen you no know, big uh, spikes. Is the is yeah. the do y'all are you expecting a a, a spike to come eventually, or are you think it's just gonna sit around here for a little bit longer, like maybe the next two or three months?
1: I think I think it might you know sit around here you know right around like five and a half percent for government backed loans i know conventional was around like 6.125 percent this morning um yeah i think it might stay around here for you know a couple months i know uh you know chairman chairman powell's supposed to speak tomorrow i know that so
0: we could see a spike in the bond market tomorrow that could uh, that can help uh fluctuate uh interest rates tomorrow whether up or down depends on what he says and then that may be interesting enough when we come back next week to kind of like take a snapshot to see what happens. Uh, with the interest rates after this uh, move this week, because that would be a real a real depiction of if rates can go a little bit lower and get people to lock in at lower rates than they already can, and which could be a big plus and a big boom for you know getting some of these deals off the market, uh, because we're seeing pending sales uh, hold a little bit longer than typical, and and that's that makes a little that makes a few people nervous when it comes down to it because days on market are starting to extend and if they're extending, and have the roads. that's really something where people are look I'll take taking, taking note of.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and it comes down to pricing too, I just believe because uh, I have a buddy who's looking for a home and he just told me the story too like he uh, was trying to put in an offer in a home and it just sold, you know, it was on the market for one day and it just went right off the shelf. And I was telling him it, it might have been just priced right because usually when homes are priced right and they're in a neighborhood that somebody wants to live in, it will just go off the shelf.
0: Right. Absolutely. That's why I say that, that's the main thing when it comes down to it. It comes down to agents actually knowing knowing what they're doing, uh, doing their research, making sure that prices make sense and going from there. And as long as they're doing that and you're working with an agent and a lender who can help you, you know, get qualified for the loan, uh, be ready to get your pre-qualification and get your loan processing uh, underwriting done in a in a timely manner, it's gonna it's gonna fly off the chef immediately. You're right, because oh, yeah. everything is everybody's working in your favor.
1: Yeah, and that's why that's why it's so important to have a good team behind you. You can't have like a bad agent, you can't have a bad loan officer. You need a team that's gonna like be there for you whenever you want, you know, you need a phone call done, they're there for you.
0: Absolutely. And I think that's uh I think that's a great way to end the real estate scoop. We are giving y'all bits and pieces of information each week, and we're not trying to hold y'all long unless we have a major topic to talk about. So if you have questions, you have concerns for me and Oscar about how y'all feel about this market. Uh, things that y'all felt about what's going on with the market, or questions just on your interest rate or anything of that sort. Hey, you definitely need to hit us up on Instagram. Follow us both over there. I'm at I am Craig Houston. He's at Oscar the Loan Officer. Uh, we'll obviously have those linked down in the description. And we're always going to be here for you. We'll see you once again next week for the real estate scoop. Y'all stay safe. Oscar, you have a great evening, man. All right, you too,
1: Craig. Thank you for having me.
0: All right, now y'all have a great night.